Welcome, everybody, to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm Drew Steck. Yo, up in your mic. There we go. And we are here tonight without our illustrious uh, director of communications, Jerry Jimenez. But we will carry on. We love you, Jerry. Enjoy your night off. But we have a special guest here, Mr. Victor Lopez. How's it going, man? Well, well, guys, thanks for having me. Cool. Our pleasure. Our we pleasure. got El Presidente Esteban. How you doing, our man? Reporting from Phoenix still, but I am ah. happy to report that I am flying home tomorrow. And nice. I'm staying home uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow I'm kind of calling it quits. There's still some work to do, but I've been out here way too much. And I'm, I'm, I need to get home. So Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are excited to get you back. I'll tell you that much. So, Victor, um, good to have you on, man. How, how have you been since our, like, together Thursday, Tuesday, like, <laughs> a few weeks ago? The last one? I, I've been good, man. I've been uh, busy, just, uh, you know, at a personal level. But I'm glad that we, uh, I think since then, we've hung out maybe three or four times on the drum circles and the watch party. So I'm loving that. Loving that. Yeah. It's been way fun. Lots of events going on. That's why we have you here. What we're going to talk about. I got some mic issues. That's why my like voice sounds weird. I got a weird feedback in my ear, so I'm just going to leave that for a second. But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll carry on here for, for everybody. <laughs> the one thing we definitely want to talk about is uh, not the game, but uh, we will get to that uh, at some point here. Uh, a third straight loss for our team that uh, we will kind of cover in terms of our feelings. I don't know how much we'll actually cover the content of the match in terms of progression. There is some positives if we want to find some. Um, but in general, Steve, how, how's your um, adjustment been since the loss? Do you think that we're still on a great track as a team or do you think that we are possibly asking a lot of questions right now? I mean, I think things can be two things, right? I mean, there's questions to be asked, but there's improvements that we're seeing. So I, I'm, I'm overall, you know, there's progress, but you, you got to start seeing results. I mean, some of these early teams like Tacoma, you know, we, sh- we should have, we should have seen a result there that that's, it's almost, you know, we're, we're dropping points where we, where we need to be getting points. Um, so uh, I don't know. It, it, it's really hard to say. I, I would have liked to have seen a better performance, you know, like Drew, like you said, it, it, it was improved. We did see, you know, better connection. There's, you know, there's improvements there. It's just, it's just a matter of finally translating those into results. And, and it's kind of like, how patient can we be as a fan base? And I get it. It's a long season. You know, it's not the 16 games that last season was. It's 30 plus games. So, it, you know, if, if there's a little bit of time that's needed to get your system right, um, that it makes some sense to do that. But at the same time, soccer's a res- I mean, we want to see results. We want to see this team win. We know how much, cap- how much uh, you know, the team is capable of. And uh, seeing him struggle this much is hard. You know, Corey's not playing well. He doesn't seem to be connecting well. He's not putting the ball in the back of the net. There's so much talent on this team that's just not connecting. So, I, um, yeah, I, I want to see better results. And uh, this, this, this upcoming match uh, is kind of big. It's kind of a big one. It's kind of like, all right, you've had three weeks. Uh, you know, you've, you've kind of struggled for three weeks. Maybe seeing some better things going on there, but um, let's turn it around and, and, and turn that into a result. If we don't, if we don't win, um, I'll be pretty disappointed, and I think that that'll be a pretty bad start to the season. And then we'll start having to ask a lot more questions. Yeah, Victor. How did you feel, man? You were there with us at the uh, home and away party, which was kind of a blast. That was the highlight, being together with Chavos, banging drums till the neighbors told us to stop, all that good stuff. <laughs> you know, it's the sporter experience, and we'll get to some of that a little bit after the uh, game recap and get to know Victor a little better. But how did you feel about the match overall? I feel like, you know, aside from the sports side of it, as, as a fan, as a supporter of the team, and I could see it in everyone's faces, we we all want the team to do better. We all yeah. want to celebrate that victory, and I, you can tell. Um, you know, when you when you looked around at the end of the game, I don't think anyone was expecting that loss. You know, um, like like uh, Steve said, the team looks very strong on paper, and so far, we, 
leading up to the season, we saw all the signings. We saw the club hiding, uh, you know, scores or, or not letting us know what was going on in those uh, pre, uh, preseason matches. And it, it really built some excitement into what was going to happen at the beginning of the season. And here we are. And I don't think that any of us expect it to be where we are today, uh, you know, in terms of, of the club and the results. So that sucks. Yeah, that's well said. That's a really good point. Totally. Like leading into the season, there was so much, you know, hype with all the signings. And this is, you know, there's how last season ended with, you know, not not the the incidents, but the, how we were playing towards the end of the season. And then leading into this season with Guido returning and, and Corey, you know, the expectations were so high. And, and now, you know, these last three weeks have been really disappointing. So it's it's like I'm trying to find beacons of light in, in it by saying, you know, there's improvements all about but at the end of the day, I mean, victory said it well, like I'm bummed, you know, this, these were three matches. Yeah. Phoenix was, was really good. Um, but the last two matches, you know, we, we should be able to, we should be able to do both, right. We should be able to work on our tactics and our system and, and improve, but while also scoring, right. Like we should also be able to find the back of the net with just the talent we have. And we're just not doing that right now. It kind of feels like we're back in that August slump where, you know, we just couldn't score. Um, and that's, it's disappointing. You know, I, I really want to see better. Um, and yeah. we'll go through the game recap, but I have some, some comments to say on some tweets that um, our gaffer uh, said, because I, I have some problems with it. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's dive into it. Let's get into the spicy part of the meal here. But before we do, let's do what you do before you have a spicy thing. Let's talk about what we're drinking. What are you drinking, Steve? I am drinking the um, the last beer in the hotel fridge, which is a Dos Equis, because I needed beer in my system, and I don't care. You know, obviously, I, I always try to stay craft and local, but tonight I couldn't. So, cheers. Yeah, I would uh, be kind of saying that I just picked out of my fridge what was there, and what was there was a kick kickback relax. So delicious. Not bad for reaching in the fridge and find some there that I didn't have to go buy. Pretty great. Good people over there at L. Smith. What about you, Victor? I actually um, ran to the store right before we got this started, and I was already wearing my jersey. So uh, I don't know if it was uh, – I forget when it was. But you guys were talking about Sculpin and your favorite Sculpins. Mine is actually uh, – I don't think not a popular choice. It's a grapefruit or the watermelon one. But mm. today, based on the jersey that I'm wearing – I got the uh, Aloha. Oh, yeah. Brad. Yeah, there you go. That's dope. People love that. I don't think I've had that one. I don't think I've had Aloha Hazy. I've had Aloha. but Yeah, it's, it's good. It's definitely, definitely good. I'm enjoying I'll it. I'll so give that a shot. How is Aloha different from pineapple? Is it the same? Mm, it's it's, it it's different. Flavor? It's a little different. Yeah, different flavor. Yeah, I had the pineapple back in the day, but I haven't had definitely had the hazy or the aloha. I think maybe I have, but it would have been at a party after like two or three other sculpins. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, they start to blend in after a few. Yeah, I'm trying to eat the mic here, guys. When I turn the volume way up, this is what it sounds like. <laughs> so there you go for people in the comments. I'll keep it right here. There we go. There we go. There we go. It's perfect. Now we are at a very happy place. <laughs> Hair is wrong. Mike is perfect. But for the people on the podcast, they don't care. That's the <laughs> So you came to listen. You didn't came to look. Um, moving kind of into what Steve was talking about, the spicy kind of uh, part of the meal here, um, kind of getting that right off the top here. Uh, after the match, we, we lost the 3-1 match. We've lost three straight games. I think we looked better on the ball in two of them, yet our defense and our ability to score is definitely called into question in all three of these. Um, he had comments after the match. Steve, do you want to kind of summarize those comments for us a little bit? Yeah, yeah, kind of, I, yeah. I, I don't like the comments. I don't like the comments or the tweets. Um, I don't like when somebody tells me what I should or shouldn't expect out of the club. I don't like when somebody tells me to be patient. Um, no, you know, it's a result-based results-based business and I get it. Okay. I get it, but don't tell me to temper expectations, set the, set the expectation by performing and earning that patience from us. Like, I, I don't like that. You know, the, the tweets he sent saying, we're working on this. We'll get better when it does. It'll be amazing. How do you like, you don't know that, you know, you're working on something. How do you know you're going down the right path? Like 
I just don't like the the be patient, be patient, be patient, because it's like telling us that the results right now are okay. You know, it's like, oh, this is expected. It's okay to lose. No, no, that's not an expectation that I want to set. Um, I have a huge, I, I don't like that at all. I have a huge problem with it. So I really hope that, um, you know, those results do come because I want to see the season turn around, but I don't like the kind of the tone there. It's kind of like a, oh, you know, it's okay right now. We're, we're fine. We're fine. We're working on stuff. Like, no, 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 no. That's not, that's, this isn't like a long-term baseball rebuild kind of a thing. Like, that's not what this is about. That's not what USL championship is about. That's not, you know, we, I want to see, expect, I want, we have high expectations for this club because the signings, because we are, you know, we're supporters and we have high expectations of our club and that's a good thing. So don't tell us to 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 be like, oh no, this is okay. Don't I don't like that at all. Not not one bit. No, there's 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 no excuses um, when you can't accomplish the main feat in a game. And this is kind of where I'm gonna lay my yeah, thoughts not- out, just generally on the match, um, as I've been reticent to do so because buckle up. Um, the back line is disorganized during a couple of these goals, but generally most are happening when people just are switching off, which means that it's no one person or it's no one failure of formation. It's no one thing. And when you're looking at that, you can't point to anything else, but either system formation or, you know, in that sense, coaching and, uh, you know, syst- whatever the, the plan was, right. However you want to devise that. And it's failed in three straight matches. You know, we, you know, whether the ma- the match was to carry it late and try and eke it out against Rio Grande, that bit that bit us in the butt. Whether it was to try and, you know, get shots on goal and then convert them, we didn't convert them against Tacoma. We had some shots on goal right before they scored their first one. Jack Blake had a great slice right of the keeper, but again, I feel like I'm watching the same shot as Elijah the game before, where I'm seeing misses straight at the keeper where they should just be putting it a little bit higher or a little bit over or maybe trying to find another pass i don't know what the deal is but again there's been too many passes in the box as well where i think there should be a shot as well so i don't know what's happening with some of the strategy but sometimes it does feel like it's a little bit heavy in terms of the armor in terms of what the players are carrying around you can see the mental weight that they're sometimes carrying with them and i think i think that that's where i'm kind of at is like how do we lift some of that mental weight and I've seen this happen with a lot of the sports teams here. We had some really great coaches with our gridiron teams over the years that have really complicated systems. And you would watch the first few weeks, they couldn't put it together. We're used to slow starts here, unfortunately, as San Diego sports fans. So it's part of the deal. But like, they can't put it together because it's just too much. And then you strip down 30% or you remove 20% of what's happening there. And you focus in on maybe what's effective. And that makes you feel so much stronger. And that seemed to happen with the club in September of last year. Yeah. But it's one of those things that also coincided with a bunch of signings. And so you kind of attribute it to both. The question is here, as Landon said, you could make more signings. I mean, you could spend more <laughs> and buy more players. But like, is that really going to fix the systematic problem, which is like, we're giving up goals and we're not scoring goals. <laughs> and anytime you're doing that in this fashion, you're not going to pick up points. And when you open the season with you know zero out of three matches, um, you're not feeling too great about really any of your decisions. So uh, that's that's kind of my take. And I think that we're, you know, if we want to look breaking da- break down who scored and where they scored, that, that can be a thing. And, and it was nice to get, you know, a goal and be able to celebrate it again with people is like that alone is a victory for 2021, right? But uh, the, uh, you know, the game itself felt like it, you know, ultimately played into a trope, which we're used to is, how do we reboot what we thought was going to be successful here as San Diego sports fans and find, you know, not salvage, but kind of create a, a different vision for our season than maybe what we thought a month ago. Yeah. I mean, I think we should keep our expectations high, right? It's still very early, mm-hmm. it's like less than 10%. So we still have, well, I mean, I, 30, I agree with everything we're saying. It's, it's still, still have, very early. Yeah. We still yeah. have 30 games, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, there's so many games. We're just used to having, like, a, a very compacted season. So I think the losses crush more at this point. It was kind of like with the Padres when they first started their season as well. It was like, oh, my God, this game means so much. And especially with the Dodgers. But, like, really, yeah. we're going to play so many of these <laughs> that at the end of it, uh, it'll be amazing if you remember, um, you know, some of the first few. And so the hope is always to peak late. And at the end of a season, Right. That is the that is the good thing is that we're not peaking too early. So if you want to find a positive, easy positive, <laughs> not peaking early. Um, that's what I would say. Victor, do you have any other early positives 
um, you know, as we were talking kind of down in the dumps here, any early positives out of this for you? I mean, as you guys are talking about that, I, I'm just thinking about last season. It feels like it feels a lot like last season where we had a very uh, not, not so good start. And then towards the middle of the season, we started to pick up and we ended pretty well. And yeah. I think that's, a, that's the feeling we all have. We ended pretty well. And then we had a pretty uh, good preseason, right? According to what we could see on Twitter or paper. And I think we all had high expectations of what this team was going to bring on. And with the ending of last season, the preseason now, and we saw the new signings, and we said, I think we all thought, we have this. You know, players are coming in, look sharp, it looks aggressive, it looks good. The environment in the, uh, in the locker room looks like it was improving and it was very fun. And so we were all ready for that. And, um, you know, I just hope that it's going to start to turn around and we're all going to start to uh, celebrate a little more. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be... That's the goal. That's the goal. So this, yeah, this upcoming game, like I said, I, I kind of see it as a, you know, let's start to see some points. Let's start to see some some goals. Um, like it's kind of time, right? You get you get those first couple games. Uh, even though, like I said, our expectations are high, I don't like to be told to be patient. Um, yeah. But I can be patient as long as it starts to turn around. So there's a there's a difference here. But um, yeah, I, I want to. It's time, right? Like it's it's time. You, you you get off the too slow of a start, and you're all of a sudden panicking to recover, and that's pretty much exactly what happened last year. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, this kind of feels like last year. I agree. You know, we're 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 working through a lot of kinks. If we can get it right and start humming along, I think it could be a beautiful thing. But we get ourselves in too big of a hole, and you know, all of a sudden we can't climb out of it. So, or um, you're facing a really hard playoff matchup that's that's you know right. maybe impossible to win. Based on your players and your setup and your travel and that kind of stuff, right? So it's, it is, it is one of those things where you want to stay on the upper hand for those reasons, especially in a league with a lot of traps, as we found to become a trapped us. They, they pulled us up. We thought, hey, we can run this. We need a win. We deserve a win. We're going to get a win. And they put us in their quadrangle of a field uh, up there at Cheney Stadium. They say Cheney or something. It's Cheney, right? Am I reading it wrong? But I hear people say it really weird, like Cheney, Cheney Stadium. Like I'm like, what? What is this pronunciation? <laughs> but anyway, this uh, baseball stadium where their minor league team plays, um, you know, and, and and it seemed like a nice little setup there. But at the same time, it is always a weird field that I think plays with players, and you're just not you can't practice for it when you're used to, especially even playing on pristine fields and well shaped fields. Sometimes it does mess with you a little bit more. So it is a bit of a trap game. We played them hard last time, but. Um, who's to say that won't be a little bit of a, a trap game in the future? So um, I'm, you know, kind of uh, to break it down here again. Three-one loss. They went up one-zero. We went into the break. We were feeling pretty good almost up until right when they scored. I think uh, if we would have gone to the half, I would have felt like, hey, that was good. We're we're doing good and we're going to score. That'd and then we did. Like yeah, and then we did. We we yeah. did score. We're like, hey, let's get the upper hand. We can go two-one. This is Tacoma. We did this before, right? We beat them two-one. Let's go. And. They put the pedal down on us, and they did it again, and, and we're sitting here. We can break down the, the goals if you really want. Um, I really wanted to break down, actually, the, the players that played um, in the game themselves in terms of, uh, you know, kind of the positives. And, and in that, just seeing new players or seeing different players in the mix and some positives from them. One was Jordan Chavez, who um, we haven't got a C debut yet. He was with the club last year and then didn't really ever play. Um, and so this was really his, his chance to jump out there, which is always awesome to see, um, San Diegans and see our people, um, uh, wearing the kit, wearing, uh, the crest. That's what it's all about. Um, so, so for me, that was a special moment, even though it's a loss, you like marking the fact that we're bringing on new players, the fact that we're bringing on and giving opportunity, especially after some losses, you want to see a mix and you want to see different players. So for me, that was a big positive. What about you guys, Steve, you find that positive? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. That's a, it's an awesome thing to see a hometown kid make a debut. You know, he's born and raised here. You can, you just love to see that kind of stuff. It's what we're, it's why we support. It's what we're all about, you know, um, another, yeah. Another thing I like to see Sal from the start, um, I think, I think this we haven't seen that too much uh, recently. Towards the end of last season, he wasn't really a starter. The first couple of games here, he wasn't he wasn't really starting either. Um, yeah, he's on the older side, you know, thirty four compared to a lot of younger players in USL, so it might be hard for him to keep up. But I think he brings like a presence and a calmness and with his experience. Um, and I'm usually not one for like you know bringing the veteran for experience. I like I'm, I'm way more about the the youth and and energy. But I think right now we kind of need that. We kind of need that like that center, you know, somebody to like bring, Hey, calm down, you know, Hey, let, 
let's just play our game. Think, you know, don't, don't be, don't, don't overthink it, but, you know, think and be smart, uh, make, make smart decisions. So I, I, I like to see that a lot. That's, that's something that I'd like to see continue going forward. Cause I think he also played pretty, you know, pretty well. Yeah. It was it, it it was a strong showing. Here's what the coach said. Uh, he said he's waited a long time for his moment. And he was great. He helped us get back in the game, and it was a really nice moment to see him on the field for the first time. He's a proud Chula Vistan and a San Diegan, and we're happy he was able to play in his first professional game. That's from the skipper, who we took umbrage with some of his comments, but I take umbrage with none of those. Uh, it's very fine words for for Jordan. Victor, do you like marking new players? Uh, we got to see somebody wearing a cape of a, a country flag at our viewing party. Um, you know, uh, a new player yeah, playing yeah. for us that uh, they had to announce because he was starting. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where <laughs> maybe he's been training, maybe he's been around, but they didn't announce him, and the game's coming up, so they and they're going to put him in the lineup. So they probably, you know, should announce the player. But uh, any thoughts on Jordan Chavez before we uh, move on to uh, that that peculiar situation there? Uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm happy for him. Um, I, I think there's something special about having a hometown kid in the, in the lineup. It, it, it brings, uh, you know, that player is going to play a little extra, you know, going to give it his all just because you want, you're at home, probably playing, uh, you know, for, for your, your family, your hometown. You bring that, that extra to the field. Talking about Sal, it reminds me, uh, it's gonna, if you were saying that, Steve, uh, Raf, I'm thinking about Mexico. I'm gonna jump a little bit to the Liga Mexico. My team, Leon, which I know we're gonna talk about later. Yeah. But uh, we we signed Rafa Marquez when he was already. People said he was done. You know, he's done. But it was a big signing for Leon. And at his age, he brought leadership to the team, and we got two titles out of that. So sometimes it's not about the speed, but you know, the leadership on the field and getting the players to, like you said, relaxing them, make sure they're calm and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing on the field. You need a coach on the field sometimes, and. Yeah, I feel about that. Yeah, I'd like to see more of it. Like I said, I think that that would be a really good thing. I agree. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see the select players make their way in too. I mean, to see one of them start or see one of them play and score, of course, is gonna be like, oh my god, like, ah. like it's so cool to not only have them debut with our club, um, but possibly make those memories and make those you know notches up a ladder for them. Um, to wherever their career takes them here, starting here, um, you know, always cemented as that as that cornerstone. So that's the kind of thing I'm looking forward to, for sure. Um, the the person we were talking about a few minutes ago, and we uh, here, if you do watch our YouTube stream, you're able to see ahead of the time um, what's going on. Uh, one of those is that we have a Kiwi in our midst. Uh, we've had one in our comments section. <laughs> and in our membership. Sorry, I had a beer burp come in there. Um, those also happen when I hang out with this guy. Uh, but I do hang out with our, our member, Nick Duffy. Uh, and yes, he got it right. It is Hunter, Hunter Ashworth, our Kiwi signing, who's also a SoCal kid, which is a great kind of combo, right? He was born in uh, Laguna Beach, but to New Zealand parents and is a New Zealand international place for their team. We'll be playing in the Olympics, unlike the Americans. So we will hopefully be able to watch him and cheer on New Zealand along with our one of our favorite members here, uh, Mr. Nick Duffy. So I was very happy for him. He's been bugging Ricardo, I know, for weeks, texting him, blowing him up, if you will, to say, hey, what about Kiwis? Phoenix has Kiwis. They keep winning. What's with that? Maybe if we sign more Kiwis, we could get a win. And it was looking pretty good for a bit there. But um, unfortunately... We did give up the L, but we do have a new signing, and he looks great. He's huge. He's, he's a big guy, um, and, and he's, you know, he, he seems to maybe have some intangibles that are really good, and obviously with this coaching staff, you hope that they can bring more out of the player um, than maybe we've seen before, and, and um, we have seen great strides from players, even though the season's been tough with the, the win column um, or any points. Uh, the, the players that we've seen playing, we have seen some growth, I think, even from last year to this year in certain individual performances. So that's where I'm hoping to see some more from him as well as he comes on and, um, you know, grows into, uh, you know, having a national flag behind the goal there at Torero. Uh, we're going to add a Kiwi flag. So we're going to have to order one of those, Steve, uh, here soon because we do have a game coming up and we'll get to that in a second. But uh, you guys have any thoughts on, on adding another center back here, adding a Kiwi? No, I think it's. I think that from the center back perspective, I think it's smart. You know, something that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago is is I'm concerned about depth. You know, we have less players than last season, and I, I think they're, you know, like I, 
they're they're more expensive. They're experienced. They're proven goal scorers. Corey is a proven goal scorer. I, I we don't you know USL doesn't release um, salary details like MLS does, but it's I, there's no doubt that you know he's making more money than, than a lot of other players. The point being, you know, we we have we have quality players, but we have less of them. So depth is a concern. So it's, I'm I'm glad that um, we got him because I think the center back depth uh, I was I was worried about. Yeah, we definitely needed someone to at least work into the rotation because it felt really thin, especially once Grant went down. And so once Grant comes back and as he kind of works his way back in, the hope is that we'll have a, you know, at least a rotation here that can be pretty strong to where uh, you can even get, give a rest maybe um, to one or two as you go along, especially as we get into a winning mode and we're just rattling off wins here, you know, every week or so. So, Victor, yeah. any thoughts? Any thoughts on Kiwis? Any thoughts on Nick going nuts? He also met a Kiwi at our viewing party. That's why you have to have events and have people <laughs> congregate. You get these wonderful experiences. Somebody who didn't even know about Loyal saw this guy wearing a wearing a New Zealand flag running around saying, what's this all about? And uh, sat there and, and drank and, and watched the game with us for That's quite amazing. a bit, even though he was just hanging out. Um, and it was pretty, pretty fun. So you get these kind of amazing happenstance things. And Victor has been uh, awesome enough to be the person to coordinate a lot of this for us. So let's get into who Victor is a little bit as a person, I guess, and kind of talk about that um, in terms of like your, uh, you know, supporter story, kind of where, where did you start in terms of your love of the game as well as kind of how to, what, you know, and then what kind of brought you to the locals, but we'll start with what, what started your love of the game? What kind of sparked you? Uh, for me, actually, it was, uh, I can, I can pinpoint the day and time that, you know, it happened for me. Um, it was honestly back in 1997, and I was actually a Leon Cruz Azul final. Leon actually lost that game. And prior to that, I wasn't too much of a big fan of, uh, of soccer, to be honest. Um, but the guy that was sitting next to me, my, my uncle, also Victor Lopez, who, uh, rest in peace, has passed away many years ago. Um, I, I viewed him as a very tough guy, very, very tough guy. And um, he, he kind of forced me to watch the final with him. And at the end of the game, blow the whistle, Leon loses, and I see the guy start to cry. And, you know, I view this guy as a macho guy, strong, and there he is, crying. And I couldn't believe that soccer could do something to a guy like him. So um, the following season, I watched every Leon game with him. Every Sunday at noon, I was sitting down next to him watching Leon, and I, I became a fan, man. I became a fan right before they actually went down to a lower division, uh, had to follow them through uh, radio uh, because there, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't televised. So I would sit on my computer, go to the website, listen to the radio station. I have my little cousin next to me, and you kind of just close your eyes, you know, sit back. It's like old time. Sit back, close your eyes, and kind of envision what was happening on the field. And I think that actually made me a hardcore fan, a uh, Leon fan, because I couldn't even see them. I'd literally just sit there with my eyes closed. Uh, I'd ask my uncle every time he went to Mexico, bring me a jersey. I wanted a new jersey. He'd bring me the jersey, the training kit. Uh, I just had everything Leon would bring out, right? And that's, that, that was my, my introduction to soccer. So, uh, you know, I love that team. You guys know that's that. an awesome story. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so, like, then tying it into, you know, bringing it back to kind of the current situation, like, how did you find us? I mean, you, you were at a couple of our leadership meetings. Like, how did you hear about us? Was it just through social media? You know, how, like, what brought you to us? Because we're very lucky to have you. You know, you're... You're awesome. So yeah, oh, thanks, man. No, you know, actually, I, I kind of like in the background. I was there through the soccer city days. Uh, you know, I've always been a fan. I mean, I, I've always wanted something hometown. You know, Leon's my yeah. hometown in Mexico. Here in San Diego, I've always felt like San Diego is such a big, big market for soccer, and I don't understand why up to now we we didn't have a team, right? Um, so I was there for the nineteen. Uh, sorry for not nineteen. I was there for soccer city, and. Um, I would show up to all the events. I actually got to, you know, I, you were a very familiar face when I started going to leadership because I saw you around a lot. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. And I, I signed up for the uh, few listening sessions for, for San Diego Loyal once once I knew this was a thing. And I actually was at a listening session over at uh, Elsmith. I think it was Elsmith. And I met Jerry there that day. I met Jerry there that day. Uh, I was talking to him. Uh, and at the end of the night, uh, I remember... <laughs> Um, some of the uh, office was, you know, I, what I liked about the office that day, it was, they were very real people. 
they were there to drink with us, get to know us. By then, I was already talking to Ricardo. I talked to Ricardo at a few events already. And I heard Jerry saying, I want to be part of the supporters group. He brought up the AO, you know, Ryan's club. Hey, we want to be part of that. It needs to, you know, needs to grow. It needs to, um, and that was the last time. And I don't, to be honest, I don't remember. I remember you guys putting out some messages about leadership meetings. And I said, I'm just going to show up because I want to see what, who these guys are. I want to kind of get to meet them. And I remember sitting at, at O'Brien's at the first meeting. You guys were talking about the colors and the crest and the options before bum was bum, you know, like we were yeah. talking about options and, and I thought that was so cool, man. I thought it was so cool. And it was every Thursday, I think it was like the next Thursday we're going to a different brewery, different place. And I just wanted to go, I was going to be there, be there. And I knew from the first time I want to be around these guys. I want to be around this culture. I want to see this grow. And, um, it's beautiful because I got to take my uh, wife and kid to the first, uh, to the first games. And, you know, to see my, my daughter out there with the flag and kind of do what Monza did for me with my own, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's dope. That's awesome, man. Well, like I said, we're very lucky to have you. You know, uh, you bring a lot to, uh, to our table, especially right now. There's a ton going on with watch parties and um, yeah. just, just a lot on our plates. So uh, you're, you're carrying a big heavyweight right now, and we really, really appreciate you. <laughs> oh, I yeah, know. Sure. I'm excited because last season we got, we got none of that. I, last season no. I was laying back <laughs> looking at you guys do all the heavy work, and I was like, Jeez, am I even part of this? <laughs> yeah, last season was it was it was rough, right? Because we couldn't really do mm-hmm. things that other you know you and other leadership were like intended to do, right? Like we set these bylaws and these positions on with a regular season and a regular world in mind, right? Events and mm-hmm. operations and stadium operations and you know selling merch and like there's there's so much and then all of a sudden COVID hit and it's like oh this is all so weird, you know. So yeah, like there was a lot, it was, it was, it was kind of a hard year to like divvy things up and it just kind of was what it was. But now this year, this year is, is going to be back hopefully to the way things were, you know, looks like we're going that way, which is really, really exciting. Um, and like Drew said, you know, the first game's 11 days away. We're right around the corner. Every really? time I'm texting Victor, it's about something exciting and we've been texting a lot. So yeah. that's weird. That's how you know stuff's happening when it's like, oh, every like it used to be every like week or so, you'd be like, oh, when was the last time I texted Victor? It was like a week or so. And now it's like, oh, now it's like every other day. It's like, hey, what about this? What about that? Yeah. Um, so, before, just, so it is pretty we, great, right? Yeah. Yeah. To have that kind of, you know, kind of pattern. And as you said, churning back up towards normal as we go and, and getting, you know, step by step here. Yeah, man. Before, before we let this go, I want to shout out to you guys and all the rest of leadership. Um, Jerry, Drew, you know, everybody here. Um, Picking up a huge load while I'm out of town and um, pretty disconnected. I'm working a lot, so I'm not really responding a whole whole ton to people. Um, so you guys, Travis, you know, there's a ton of people and work going on behind the scenes. Um, and I just want to shout everybody out and say I appreciate everybody. So thank you guys. It's mostly shout out to everybody for not going insane with me. So thank you to you guys. But it's it's why Steve we have we chose you know and and had these people to come together right. It was the people who showed up who were involved in the first place and want to do stuff. And so it's been really not not easy. I would say it's not easy, but it's definitely been easier because we have this group of people to fall back. And sometimes it's harder because you have such a larger group with you know fifteen sixteen leaders um, here conversing every you know about every decision. It can be very difficult. Um, sometimes to come to consensus or to uh, run things up the flagpole, you know, just to get a, get a response. Um, but the process and kind of doing it together has been so rewarding when we get it right. And so thank you for helping lead the way on that early, even when it was annoying uh, to institute a process. And so it's helped us here a lot, man. So thank you so much. But it's it is it's a team, right? It's always a team here. And that's why, sure. um, you know, not one of us does it. And, and but it is it's come back soon, please. Uh, so that people <laughs> stop being so I can be the good cop again. Yeah. Uh, so, tomorrow, so. Or this less slightly less bad cop. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's been fantastic. Uh, um, you know, watching Victor grow here, especially through having more events lately. Um, I want to know from you, just kind of as you described your your initial experiences with the sport and kind of where you're coming from with your love of uh, Leon. Um, what what would be your ideal supporters event? You know, your like or an experience maybe you've had before that would seem that was kind of solidified your supporter experience that you would say, here's the kind of thing yeah, I want an event to do for someone else. Man, I I, I can't wait till we can start to um, 
travel. And for those that can actually travel to experience that, I've, I've traveled to. For me, you know, going back to Lim, I, I, I get to be the away guy when they come to Cholos or to Tijuana. And, uh-huh. and it's such an experience. There's so much energy yes. there because you are in the enemy's territory, right? And it's your job to show them, I'm here. We're here. We're here to support our club. And, you know, it's, it's always rewarding to see the, the club walk over to our section and just applaud us. And as a fan, man, that, that's amazing. So, um, you know, uh, that's something that I can't wait to get started. I know you guys might know I message uh, you know, my contacts with the, with the buses. And hopefully soon we can start working that and get it out to the members. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait, obviously, for yeah. COVID and fully mm-hmm. back people so we can all get together, right? Yeah, um, we're not breaking any news if we say Orange County is probably the, the closest in play, right? We've said this on the podcast a lot, and so we think that's when we're looking at here, and Victor's been definitely yeah. pushing the envelope to say, okay, here's what can we do, here's the setup, and so we're talking about this stuff all the time, and, and just know, guys, we're, we're um, you know soon to looking at you know trying to get this information out. We want to do it always at least a month ahead of time if we can. Obviously, these post-COVID times where we're rolling out different ticketing, um, all of that stuff happens sometimes later than we'd want. Um, and so some of it's got to be done on spec. So that's where we're, we're still having these conversations and figuring it out. As Victor said, it's always, you know, it's, it, there's always conversations, man. So, um, yeah, those way days, man, those are definitely a big event. Is, and that's, and that's just like, being that, yeah, that's like something that I was looking forward to the most away trips. And like, you guys all know, I was at the Phoenix match, the, the opener, um, but it was nothing without, you know, the locals kind of this family that we've built, right. It's, it's, it was cool to be there and all, but like, it, it was kind of like, oh, this is – like, all I, all I could think about was I can't wait until later in the season when we can get a group and get, like, you know, get a little bit of a section and, and I'll have some fun together. Like, that's what it's about, right? It's not just the game. It's the it's the, it's the the family. It's it's the friends. It's it's the hugs. It's that, it's those moments that matter most. So I couldn't agree more, Victor. I'm, I can't wait for the away trips. Shared experiences, man. It, yeah. What, it's, what builds, it's what builds groups like this, guys. It's, sure. It really is. And so we get them in the stands here, but bombing on the road, just learning a little bit about the person who stands next to you. That's the cool part. That's what I really love is learning more about where they come from, what they're about. I love it. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, other, yeah. Going back to, you, you mentioned Leon and you mentioned Sholos. Uh, um, so, kind of what was your reaction when Landon signed for Leon? Like, like, give me that. Give me, give me your, give me when you first that kind of stuff. Um, I was actually very excited because I, you know, because of Stalker City, I think I had already become a Landon Donovan fan. Like, you gotta, and I, I, most of uh, Hispanics or Mexicans here can agree that Landon is not very well, uh, or up, up into a certain time wasn't very well loved in Mexico, right? So when he went to Leon, he was actually very criticized, and um, they, they, they did a, a Leon is does a great job with their social media, uh, their marketing, and the way they sign them. And, and, and uh, he came on to the, to the stadium with the Mexico and USA flag waving up. It was amazing. I was actually very happy. Um, everyone was kind of worried because of his age and coming out of retirement and contract. And people were saying, we're spending so much money on this player who's retired. We could be spending on a young guy. Okay. I was happy, man. I actually, some of you guys know, I traveled. I went and I got to see him uh, in Leon. Versus, it was it was a Leon versus Cholos in Leon, uh, oh, cool. and I, I actually didn't wear my jersey that day. I wore something that I it was a little more comfortable, obviously with my size. I wore a, a Leon T-shirt, and underneath I wore my Footy McFooty shirt. Oh, cool. and nice. <laughs> at the end of the match, I ran. And we happened to be parked where the players parked. Uh, contact down there has a nice parking and, and a little suite down there. So we went down, and he was wearing headphones and he was signing jerseys, and I was trying to scream. Landon, Landon, couldn't get his attention. I put on my shirt. He sees this, like, out of the corner of his eye, he sees the footy McFooty. Stops doing what he's doing. He walks over. My buddy had the perfect picture of him walking over with a fizz bump and a happy face. Does fizz bump, gives me a hug. Says, what are you doing here? I go, I can't see you, man. And uh, it was was such a wonderful experience. So I loved it. I loved it. A lot of people weren't too, too, uh, you know, fond of him and the idea there. For me, it it was amazing, obviously. That's dope. That's really cool. I like to think he planted the seeds in the team that brought them greatness in future seasons, that he was the <laughs> catalyst behind the scene. He built a winning mentality, even if he wasn't playing as much. But, yeah, it was you know, fun to watch him down there. 
Like, and, and I've been following more Liga Mekis because he went down there just to, like, watch his games, right? And so I, I've always watched Solos and, and some of the bigger matches, but it started making me watch, you know, hey, just random match here, random match there, you know. Um, watched, uh, you know, a lot of, um, you know, Morelia before they, they moved in, in certain clubs that, you know, uh, got to know stories of even that I wouldn't have otherwise. So um, with Leon, you know, what's your take on how they're doing right now? How do you feel about... Um, you know, your club that your your love, you know, your first love here. Um, how do you feel currently about their season and then just overall as well, just kind of the trajectory of the club? Man, they, they did exactly what Loyal's doing to us right now. They, you know, obviously <laughs> defending champions, uh, had a, an amazing season last season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. without fans on the stands, they take the title. Uh, I got to be at the last final where they, unfortunately, uh, with a tie, lost the, the final there. But, um, you know, I was expecting a lot from them this season, and it didn't happen quite quite like I thought it was going to happen. Some of the players got too comfortable, and it happens. We see it all around the world. Players, they, they get that championship, and uh, a lot of them, they get comfortable. They're, they're, they're stars, and I think that's what happened to Leon this season. Um, going into the next season, new coach. Um, I've already seen some signings, uh, people going to different clubs, so that's a little upsetting. But, uh, you know, Leon – over the last couple of years, they, they, they've been that aggressive team. That's what I like, aggressive. And, you know, that's what I wanted to offend you, loyal, an aggressive team, a team that's, you know, we're screaming goals, you know. Um, so one of the coaches we had in Leon uh, would always say, if they score two goals against us, we score three goals against them, right? That's, that's what I want, that mentality. If they, they score on us, hey, pick it up. Let's go score on them. That's, that's We're always pushing forward and, and we're trying and we're playing for the fans. And um, right now, I'm hoping that happens next season. Season's over for us. We're not in the finals. Good luck to the guys that are still in there. Uh, but for us, we're kind of sitting back and uh, you know enjoying the the, the the final. Yeah, sometimes it, sometimes it's you know you want to swing big, regardless of whether or not you um, make it every year. It's kind of how I feel about you know certain clubs that I've watched over the years. Um, but yeah, it's it's you always want to be swinging. It's really frustrating when you're not swinging and when you're not doing transfers or you're not trying at least. Those are the things that can get really frustrating as a fan. So it's it's always better, you know, especially winning. Being kind of in the malaise of of winning as well helps when you have that trophy. You have that recent memory of a win. So all those things kind of help you in terms of getting going. In terms of that, um, yeah, man, I, I I've. Love kind of watching uh, your kind of fan journey through the championship and living vicariously through you too is always kind of fun to 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 watch you uh, do that. So it was very fun for I think all of us as as locals to enjoy that with you, even if we're fans of rival clubs. Um, you know, being able to know uh, that one of our own is is really having a great time and and you know being able to help watch that it's, it's always fun. But um, what's your what's your biggest hope for our club? Um, you know, you obviously always hope for a championship, but um, you know, what's your biggest hope for the club in terms of five, ten years down the road? Um, and, and maybe locals as well, the, the SG, you can kind of lump that in your vision. Uh, big question, but, you know, maybe just one thing that uh, you've always seen in the future is something you'd like like to see maybe from our club. Yeah, I mean, I guess for, for both, right, for the club and, and the locals, qualify, just become, become you know, man, I, I, for San Diego Loyal, obviously, for all of us here in San Diego, the, the goal is to at some point, you know, be at a, at a higher league level. But for now, it's just create that identity. Uh, I think, you know, as much as we're, we are upset at the re- recent results, I think we all want a team that's, you know, always giving news, you know. And everyone wants that for their club. Everyone wants a team that's always, you know, in the headlines and, you know, have the, the goal of the week or the score of the week, the player, you know, player of the match or highlights. I just want San Diego to be that team, man. I want San Diego to be the team that everyone's talking about. And we go to a bar and people aren't asking, what's that on TV? Or, you know, who's, who's that team? Oh, San Diego has a team? Yeah, man, we do. We have a team. We're here. Um, and, and for us, same thing. Same thing for the locals. You know, we, you know we're, we're all building something and, and there's going to be people after us that are going to continue. And I just want... Uh, to, to, to be, you know, I, I, I travel, like I said, I travel, you go to TJ and you see um, their, their fan base there and it's, uh, you know, it's something not to mess, you, you don't mess with it, you know, it, 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 as, a, yeah. as a visiting supporter member, you're, uh, Leon's a little aggressive, I hate that, I hate that the Leon fans, we are a little aggressive, so we kind of taunt them, but if you're not, uh, if you don't have that fan base, you're, you're going to respect them. 
Um, but uh, I just want, I think we're building something a little different than that here with the locals. It's uh, welcoming, uh, you know, like, stay classy San Diego, right? Stay classy. And I think that's going to go a long way, man. I think we're doing the, the, we're taking the right steps in the right direction. The people that I've, that I've met, uh, just being a locals member, I probably would have, you know, I was talking to somebody here where, where I live and work um, that actually brought up San Diego Loyal. And I told them about the locals. And I said, you know, half of these people, if I wasn't for the locals, I probably would have never met them, hung out with or talked to. And, and, and now, dude, I miss you guys. You know, I want to see you guys. I want to yeah. see you next week. I want to be at the next uh, watch party. And there's people that, you know, it, it's amazing. And I think we're, we're going in the right direction. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's happening. Yeah, but the identity thing is, is uh, you know, that's – if you had asked me that question, I, I don't know if I would have said those words, but that, like, summarizes it perfectly, right? Like, we don't have that identity yet because of last season was so – you know, so mismatched and it just was such a poor representation of what a season should be. But um, that identity word is, is really key. Really well said. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome words, man. I asked that question. It's a very lofty question. I think your answer beat the question, which was like <laughs> a, a impossible thing to do. It was incredible, man. That was a great answer. Um, that's, that's kind of my, my ring or any of the things you have for, for Victor on Victor, Steve. And, and so we can move into some locals topics. Maybe talk about the watch parties a little bit, Victor, get you in your craft. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So no, we've had a few, we've had a few watch parties here because we've had games and we can watch things together these days. Most of us are vaccinated, which is fantastic. Thank you, Radies. Uh, for your volunteer program and thank and you Tom. for and Tom Phillips. and Tom and Tom yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say Mr. Tom Phillips who uh, you know is I personally think uh, anytime that I can allowed to do something I say thank you Tom for uh, for helping so um, it's it's been really cool to watch the the ability to do that too it without a fear um, and the ability to do it knowing that everybody's in this in a situation where we're we're being commonly safe with each other which is great so yeah. we were able to go to second chance uh, last week and chavos came up to join us our friends at chavos that's why i'm wearing our our wonderful t-shirt here the from chavos but uh mm-hmm. we also came down to a home and away uh for the last one obviously we didn't we we didn't find a lucky location with either one but we did in terms of uh the spirit and the effort there it was pretty fun second chance let us play uh, drums inside. I think next time we're going to try and do a projector outside for people who did come. Um, that's the goal long term is to be able to do it a little more outdoors. It was just too bright that day. It was a four or not a four, but it was an earlier start, 530, yeah. uh, just too early to project. Mm-hmm. And then uh, home and away, we did play drums outside, but then they told us to stop playing drums, <laughs> which is kind of funny because their neighbors told us not to. Victor, can you speak that a little bit? Because it, it was a Chavo's party, but as a director of events, uh, it's always kind of funny to watch that happen to be like, oh man, that's going on. It's like a whole deal, right? Oh yeah, man. I, I pulled up. I actually got there. I, I know you guys got together a little early and did some yeah. tent. I was pulling up and my daughter goes, what's that noise? And I go, that, that, that's us. You know, it's us in there. And I got so excited <laughs> for just walking up. And I think walking into the event at the time that I did is everything you can kind of like wish for, you know, there's people, there's jerseys all around, there's chants happening, there's drums going, um, and the excitement is just building up. And I think that that's what we're kind of aiming for every game, right? Every every watch party that we can. Um, I know that we, for, for me at least, I want to do that. I want to get us to a place where we're kind of, as times get better with COVID, we can be all together in one location because we can bring that energy, man. That energy was amazing. Yeah. I love it. Just so. And yeah, it got cut off a little early. I, I, I wish you did it, but while it lasted, it was amazing. I love it. Yeah, it was, I, it, I, I was I was so bummed I couldn't be there. You know, I, like I said, I've been out here the last couple, but um, I'll be in town this weekend. So you bet I'll be, you bet I'll be there. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. I think Machete is where the club is going. We've had some kind of. Um, you know, it's tough with them sometimes in terms of where they can and can't go based on the person who's on the shirt. Uh, I think a little bit has to do with that, unfortunately, with certain other breweries. Bars are a little easier, so Machete being a, a ale house that serves all different breweries, um, they'll be holding it there with their Match Day Live. We'll be supporting them as well. Uh, it's going to be pretty fun to be able to do uh, that again together in, in, in a fun, it's outdoors uh, almost entirely there. They do an indoor space as well, but we'll probably mostly be outdoors is my guess. Um, but it's, you know, a, a nice setting there for anybody who wants to roll up and the best food you can walk to pretty much 
um, you know, within within a situation. So I enjoy it a lot. Um, I'll hope to see a few people there. But uh, in terms of, you know, moving forward on these watch parties, I think our goal, right, Victor, is just to kind of create bases around the city, but also give people a signature place to go. Uh, that energy is a big part of it, kind of keeping people together and giving them a spot as it is safe to gather more and more in a space, right? Yeah, I mean, ideally, like I said, I, I, I like having people in one space, but you also have to understand people are drinking. They don't want to go too far away from home. Exactly. And for those reasons, there's, there's options that are closer to home. And we all understand that, you know, I mean, if you can be there, that's great. It's amazing. We love it. But if you can't, yeah. do, do the same thing, you know, hang out where you can, stay close to home if you need to, and uh, we'll see you at the next game. But, uh, yeah. You know, we got our partners, Second Chance, right, in Carmel Mountain Ranch. Uh, we have our uh, three punks down in Chula Vista. We also have Creative Creature over in East County in El Cajon there next to Urge. Uh, and then you have Thorn Street, uh, which is in Barrio Logan, as well as in on Thorn. That's pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I will say so, we, we, are, we are still continuing to work on more places. We've gotten some comments and emails and, and messages about North County spots. Um, I, like I've said a couple times, am currently in Phoenix, Arizona, but I live in Vista. Um, so I am in North County, and I have a few things I'm going to be working on to try to get some more spots up there uh, as far as cool. locals and discounts and partners and that kind of stuff. So uh, stay tuned. I need to kind of reach out again and, and relight that fire. Uh, have a couple beers um, with the right people, and, and maybe we can rekindle some conversations and have some more some more locations to, to, to for locals to gather who don't want to travel for say a centralized party, but still want to watch with with uh, with other other members and other fans. So yeah, so your she key, so your she chain she chain. I was gonna say key chain, maybe a she chain, maybe someday, but like a very feminine positive <laughs> key chain. Um, a uh, a keychain. Um, yeah. The the idea you can flash that or your membership card and be able to get uh, discounts too at these places. That's that's kind of the whole idea. Is we take care of them, they take care of us, um, and we make them places that locals are welcome to drink with bum uh, all over the city and, and give you somewhere just down the street from you. Just if you want to have a nice meeting with a friend after work or be able to watch a game. Either way uh, is kind of the the idea of the network here of supporting locals. Uh, locals on locals, I call it. People don't like that. So drink with bum is the other thing we're calling it. And that, that's nice, too. I like that. Yeah, but sure. uh, yeah, man, the other thing I was thinking of, and I've been talking with our friends at Chavos about this, is doing a night before the opening match. Um, the opening match, we don't have a tailgate. We can't meet uh, there at USD. It's just not allowed on a campus. It's it's their rules as well as uh, we're just not quite there yet, I think, as a as a facility uh, to be able to host that. So we're trying to figure out something. We were thinking maybe even like a bonfire Fiesta Island would probably be the ideal kind of situation. So look for more on that. I'm just putting that out there and giving Victor work as well, although him and I have talked about this a little bit, so I'm not surprising him too much. Um, and I've promised that I'll go at you know whatever time I do at, at 8 in the morning to get a fire pit if I have to. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun thing. We're thinking that. Uh, that night before the match, that Friday, we're able to get together and, and kind of everybody do some drums, hang out, and maybe do a little bit of what we could do before a game the night before, um, and then be able to have everybody safely kind of arrive at the match the next day, and then file into wherever you're sitting, hopefully with us in 109, right? But uh, wherever you are in the stadium, uh, you can go and then maybe in and out of your exit. That's also part of it is I think they might have some segmented kind of arrivals as well. And that's just the kind of thing that the the club's going to have to do until it sounds about middle of June here. And then we'll have a little bit more released capacity for some of these things. So um, exciting times, guys. I don't know. I'm looking forward to burning stuff and maybe having some smoke in the stadium as well. Not coordinated together, fires and smoke, but maybe fire and some smoke. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And then regarding the the stadium stuff, um, like I said, I have been kind of disconnected. So um, we'll be be in touch with the club and we'll have details for next week's podcast. Of course. uh, It's it's changing almost week by week. It it feels like in terms of what's going to be allowed very quickly. It feels like the first game might have a lot of restrictions and then very quickly after the next few games, it might change. So we're just trying to keep you up to date as we know and anything we know and solidify, we will bring to you as soon as we can. So we appreciate you sticking with us on these things because it is always changing. But one of the things that, uh, because the first game is closed at this point, you can't buy tickets if you are not a existing season ticket member um, or know someone who is, or maybe has a ticket they want to give away. Um, we have some friends uh, at Two Balls who are crashing the party. They want to say hi to Victor uh, and say, what's up, Victor? <laughs> but Tony wants to jump on here and uh, 
let us know about an offer he has for anybody who's listening or wants to take advantage of this who's a locals member uh so first of all thank you uh for letting me into your space once again uh you know i don't know how i snack i, I snuck in yet again um oh, no. but the um, back door we leave the back door open for you tony <laughs> oh perfect <laughs> um but yeah so uh since you know the pandemic uh before the pandemic started we had the idea to say hey we're going to go ahead and have uh season tickets to give away essentially like a radio station would uh you know we're, we're kind of uh, internet radio station in a sense right uh so we're going to go ahead and, and uh we went ahead and bought season tickets for the entire whole season and we're going to go ahead and give two tickets to each home game um obviously with uh these upcoming uh days uh the two first games is going to be a limited capacity so i think uh, unless like you said drew somebody's gonna be you know bonkers enough to give away those tickets uh that's that's on to them good on you but we're gonna offer uh tickets to these first two games uh so i don't know there's there's many places where you can get tickets for the first two uh home opening matches uh so we're gonna be giving away tickets to every single home match uh, going into this season, obviously starting uh, with Las Vegas um, in May 29th and moving into the second game uh, against LA Galaxy 2 and then the rest of the season. Uh, we have a pretty much a Google form that you can fill out. Um, if I can see if I can do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can drop in the chat here for you. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Boom. Awesome Don't know pop. if it linkifies, but you can copy and paste it. Awesome. Awesome. I know a lot of the people that listen to the locals and are, you know, familiar with us uh, are probably already season ticket uh, holders, but I'm pretty sure they know a couple people that have been asking, hey, you know, can you get me in? Hey, you know, how can I get some tickets? So this get is the way. sweet, sweet tickets. For, exactly. So at least for this first game, uh, this is going to be where the link is going to take you. Uh, go ahead and put your email in. So if you want to put, you know, brabbit at sbcglobal.net, uh, then, you know, just give us a little answer as far as why. You should win the tickets. Um, you know, is this going to necessarily affect who we give the tickets to? Not really. It's going to be at random, but we want to hear exactly why you want to go. Also, I would hate for a Las Vegas Lights fan to win these tickets. So I'm kind of betting <laughs> this way. So I need to know why you want to be there. Like, what's your true intention? Um, There's a qualifier. Yeah, exactly. And so hopefully uh, this way we can have a lot of people in the stadium that want to experience the team, uh, the atmosphere and everything that, uh, you know, locals and travels have been able to offer um you know in these uh watch parties that you guys have been talking about and you know fantastic work uh victor you know i've seen him uh you know be the ambassador at, of uh for these type of events uh here over in national city machete and stuff you know just bringing everything together and that's uh, something very wonderful um that i love to see but yeah i mean these this is going to be coming up at every single home game we have tickets some tickets we're going to be uh, given away to uh people that are uh, essential workers that you know that we know some local um athletes uh soccer players from mm -hmm. local high schools say here you go enjoy a game guys we might hand you guys a camera and tell and tell you guys hey you know vlog your experience tell us what it was like we'll have you on the show uh just so you can talk about exactly what you uh, enjoyed or didn't enjoy maybe but uh you know that's kind of what we have coming coming up uh guys and these tickets are going to be in, in the local section, section 109. However, yeah. comma, um, for this first two sections, always a comma after however, um, we're going to be in section 107. Just in case you aren't uh, a friend who is vaccinated, that's no problem. You could still win these tickets and able to join in these first two sections. So uh, from what I heard from our connection in the club, they are trying, and I'll have more information uh, tomorrow to get us into the front row for these first two games. Cool. So, um, you know, that's that's something that uh, you can't get closer to the action. Uh, literally, literally, you can't. Nobody else can unless you win these tickets or you know have a cool friend that isn't going to make it to that day. Every they're going to get you. They're going to get you guys to the front row, and they're going to put everybody else in that entire rail one row back. So literally, nobody else can be close. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> Yeah, you have a pope like uh, structure around you where it's like a glass encasing. <laughs> so it's not obstructing, but yeah, it's like a move a a, a pope box essentially. Like yeah, like a penalty yeah, box in hockey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The uh, the two balls box. 
but uh it, it's exciting i think anybody who has a friend uh who's just like not invested fully but loves soccer and really wants to get in here or you know maybe just hasn't uh experienced it yet live i think that for a lot of people tony and i had talked about this it's really different when you get there live because you just appreciate the game the, the speed of the kick the, the the way the ball moves the the turn all of that you don't see on a camera or on your really high def tv it just still isn't there um and the energy of the stadium obviously what we bring to the section is, is it, it comes through in the speakers of your TV, but it's just not the same as the the raucous thing you feel in your bones uh, being there. Um, you know, even if you're in a, in a section adjacent or whatever across the stadium, you, you're still going to be there. So, um, as he said, it is section 109 for for some of these tickets, and they can move you to section 107 as well. Uh, for 109, if you want to be right here with us, as Espen asked a little bit before, we are. Uh, we kind of uh, went over this a little bit in terms of that, which would be uh, vaccine cards. So our section is vaccinated or tested. Those are the requirements to appear in Section 109. You have a couple of weeks here to sort that out in terms of how you want to present that the club can also provide you opportunities. So interface with them and your season ticket member um, in terms of that. Uh, if you are concerned or if you're a friend who is getting a ticket, interface with your person who is interfaced with the season ticket member. But um, that is the idea here is to have uh, everybody be safe. And that way we can have a lack of social distancing because we've done our social testing and uh, clearing, if you will. And therefore, we're good. So uh, we can we can operate with masks and, and kind of do most of the things we would do normally, but with masks, obviously, for, for yeah. the first few games here. And thank you, Drew, for iterating the because we don't want any surprises you know especially if you're buying yeah. you know yeah sorry we, we all got the email saying you know season ticket holders we can buy you know single game tickets for family and friends uh please make sure if you do that to communicate um that to, to those people because we don't want any surprises right as as leadership of the locals and being section 109 um there's a responsibility you know that we have to communicate what the requirements are and the requirements right now are like drew said vaccine and vaccinations and testing so um we don't want any surprises. We don't want any nasty emails. Uh, we don't want any DMs or anything like that. So please, please, please communicate that to all your family and friends. Um, there's not going to be any sort of like walkovers. You know, if you have a, if you have a ticket elsewhere and you want to like walk over to this section because you think it's going to be cool and fun, that's not going to happen. Um, so just make sure we're open and honest with people because we don't want to have to. Be, we want to enjoy the game too. We don't want to be standing at the top of the section going, "Sorry, no. Sorry, no. Sorry, no." Like fighting battles all the time. Um, so. Please, uh, you know, like Drew said a couple times, and now I said a couple times, uh, communicate, be open and honest uh, about what the requirements are because uh, we want everybody to enjoy game day. Yeah, just make it smooth, easy, and fun. That's kind of the idea with the night before, too, is to get all our uh, manic energy out that you would have possibly at a pregame, and that way we can um, bring the energy and noise directly to the game the next day. Uh, but again, safely and, and in a manner that the club has kind of asked us to here. So uh, if you can't fulfill those requirements, that's okay. They will receipt you. They won't take away your ticket or anything. Uh, so just ask to be receipted and they will have a space for you. It's just a question of making sure that everybody's intersection does fulfill those requirements. So uh, thank you to Balls, guys. That's really awesome. We yeah, also had a so cool question from Nick Duffy in terms of are the local select, loyal select boys going to be in the stands with us if they are not part of the match day team? We'll find out at some point. We've asked about that. I think the answer is like a resounding yes. We would love to have them do that. It's just a question of you know safety and, and that kind of stuff. And obviously with vaccinated and whatever, it should be available. It's just a question of coordinating, I guess, at that point. But um, it's just you know time, probably a few games in. But that's a great question, man. We should definitely keep following up on that one. But uh, Tony, thank you, and thank you to Chiva Chiva Ball over there as well. Yeah, we have our intern Mike. We don't use him as much. He, uh... oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> unsettling takes sometimes. It's good. It's yeah. It's good to know his name because I've just looked at him in the eyes before, and it's been this awkward silence of me trying to figure out what his name is. And I feel like we've met before, and you know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, We got two balls. Obviously, we need the mic. Um, yeah, we send them. We send them out on the field whenever we're at work mm. or at lunch. Do we? You're good at this. You're good at this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tony's just waving to me now, but it's an audio podcast, so I'm gonna I'm gonna layer that in there because it's funny. Um, yeah, there there is a lot of advantages. Abel said uh, you get to hear Donovan yell. This is very true. You get to hear him say the f word in person. It's really fun. 
Um, so definitely sign up for this or definitely get some, some of your friends to sign up. Uh, again, the link is here in the comments and we'll probably retweet, uh, whatever they put out as well on Twitter and on, uh, on the Instagrams and never on Facebook, just getting on Facebook as well, where wherever two balls is found, uh, we will help kind of push this word out. But thanks to those guys. Um, and, and generally to the whole community here for making it a thing that we bring people into and they want to be a part of. So thank you to everybody. Uh, we're going to move into a post show here. We've got some amazing questions from our locals in the Discord. A lot have to do with Victor's modeling, so I'm going to save these for the post show. Um, I'm going to throw up a little just teaser here of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Look oh. at that. <laughs> just so relaxed by the pool there. You're good. So we're going to yeah, we're going to get to this here. So we're going to break this down. Maybe Tony will hang out with us and we're going to run to a post show. But uh, I want to just thank you guys. Thank you so much. Any closing thoughts, uh, Victor? <clears throat> can you guys hear me? My uh, mic died, so I'm using the phone. Can you guys no, hear me? No, you sound good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear you. Cool. Perfect. Well, first of all, again, thank you for having me for the podcast. And to all of you guys that have been able to make it to the events, whether it's the drum circles or the watch parties, loving it. I think we were all dying for it. And I uh, can't wait to see you guys uh, the night before the game. And at the game, for those of you guys that are going to make it, and at future events, I mean, this is why we're here. This is why the locals was created to to build that culture. And you know what? Last season we, we got a little taste of it, and this season um, I can't wait for what's to come. Yeah, man. Can't Hell say yeah. it better myself. Steve, what what are you feeling? I can't wait. That's all I can really say. I can't wait. Let's get this dub this weekend. Um, some fun activities this weekend too. Uh, the watch party, and then. We've got some stuff going on Sunday that's going to be pretty fun, um, but that impacts the home opener as well. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to be a sweet weekend, and I'm looking forward to getting home. Uh, you know, so, yeah, can't wait. Home. I love that. Come home. Come yeah. home, Steve. Run home, Steve. Run home, Jack. I would, I would run home right now for sure. The old hook bit. <laughs> Tony, give me one word. Summarize your experience here tonight. Oh, and or uh... Uh, amazing. Mike, give us your closing thoughts. <laughs> uh, he's on timeout still, so we can't we can't allow that to. I was uh, really hoping for ten seconds of silence, Tony, where we just sat there in silence, <laughs> and then I go, "Okay, thanks, Mike." And uh, <laughs> well, thank you guys, and uh, we'll be hitting the outro here. So thank you so much for your time and putting up with our silliness. But uh, let's go, locals, and uh, head out whenever we feel like it.